break today. 1019 WDEC. I'm Stephen Henderson. And as always, thanks for tuning in. We're talking all hour today with candidates who are running in Detroit's primary election tomorrow. We just heard from two people who are running for mayor and hoping to keep current mayor Mike Duggan from winning a third term. Now we're going to talk with someone who hopes to unseat another incumbent here in the city. Wayne County Legislative Assistant Beverly Kendall Walker says current Detroit City Clerk Janice Winfrey has failed to run her office and has only gotten worse over her 15 years in the position. Kendall Walker is one of three people who are running against Winfrey on the August ballot. We spoke with candidate Denzel McCampbell last week, and we've extended an invitation to Michael Richard, but we didn't hear back. You can hear all of WDET's coverage, by the way, at WDET.org slash vote. But right now, I want to welcome Detroit City Clerk candidate Beverly Kendall Walker to Detroit Today to talk about why she wants to be the city's next clerk. Beverly, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So let's start there. Why do you want to be the clerk here? Well, because I know that I can do a better job uh, in counting and being responsible for the absentee voting count uh, reconciling with the election board. And that's just a simple procedure of being uh, careful with your staffing who is manning the election board and making sure that we have pride in our work, that we don't turn over inaccurate information that's not reconciled properly. So, so I always say that I think the clerk's job is maybe the toughest in city government, uh, partially because of the work that's involved, which is very technical. It also involves a, a staff that grows from just a few people to incorporating hundreds, hundreds. on election day, mm-hmm. right? And they're, most of them are volunteers. Uh, but also, there, it's, a, it's an office that's pretty under-resourced. It's yeah. not funded very well. So, so tell me what it is about your background that would have you manage all of that better than what Janice Winfrey has been able to do for the last four terms. Well, I come from a background of we don't quit. Uh, my parents were both involved in uh, elections uh, growing up uh, through the union. My dad was the uh, UAW Green Slate kind of person. My mom was the block club, and so we always advanced voting and being involved from John F.K. days on up through getting Comey elected. But one one of the main things is that if people don't have pride in their civic duty to vote, then they're subject not to vote. So we got to motivate people. We got enough people to register to vote. We got to motivate them. We got to change the perspective on why it's important to participate, restore the pride in voting. And I say pride is people responding in Detroit elections. We got to restore that very basic drive down in the belly to participate. Now, true, the clerk's office has been underfunded. The election portion, as well as as the city council, uh, being the clerk for the council, is underfunded. We need to demand more money to make sure the job is able to be done properly uh, to the benefit of the citizens of Detroit. That's not happening. Yeah. So how do you change that as the clerk? I mean, you you won't have control over funding. That is... Uh, a state issue, really, uh, and, and to some extent a city issue. So what would you change from the clerk's seat that would 
make it easier to vote in the city and mm -hmm. make the process run smoother? Well, there, there are private dollars in uh, foundation monies that could be actively pursued, and that would be one of the number one things I would do is make sure uh, those dollars are out here. We can snag them for Detroit. Um, and that has happened occasionally through the current clerk, but it should be a dedicated effort since how our budget is challenged uh, in Detroit. <clears throat> anyway, but we also also be demanding among council members to get them to understand the importance of elections. Now, in Proposal P, I really support Proposal P because there's a clause in there that has the election reform for the election commission. takes out the conflict of interest appearance of city council, president, and the clerk, who are elected officials, sitting on the election commission. Mm. So that's a good thing in Proposal P, and I support that, uh, what the efforts has been made from Tom Barrow for over the number of years in citing that issue. Mm. So uh, talk about the training of the volunteer staff that mm -hmm. the clerk's office relies on each election to to man um, you know, voting voting stations and, and help make the vote move. Right. Well, well move one thing away. I would yeah. do is uh, we have precinct delegates who are elected officials across the city, mm -hmm. and we have a number of vacancies, like hundreds of vacancies, where the everyday citizen can be foot soldiers and be elected officials themselves and begin the process of building up our base back, building up our election process, and, you know, have some skin in the game. So that's a real simple way that we can re-engage community people into the process. So that's one thing I'll be pushing for, mm -hmm. uh, Priest Delhi. The other thing is Detroit is Motown. It's music, all right? We have music that has messages about voting. We got what's going on, of course. Marvin gave respect for Aretha Franklin and Mahogany Jones and Lizzo. We got a whole lot of people that are talking the message about voting, being engaged in your life. And so I want to spotlight that aspect of being reengaging folks and motivating them to vote. I'm talking with Beverly Kendall Walker. She is one of three candidates who will appear on the uh, ballot tomorrow in Detroit, challenging current city clerk Janice Winfrey, who is actually seeking a fifth term uh, in in her office. Uh, Beverly, I also want to ask you about the misinformation and intimidation that Detroit voters have been subject to I think increasingly in the last few cycles, uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of that again, of course. I think now we saw an unprecedented attempt to disqualify thousands and thousands of Detroit votes in the 2020 election. What can the clerk do to counter those efforts? Well, the clerk should make sure they're not participating in disenfranchising voters, and that's number one. Mm -hmm. And that is happening uh, uh, throughout this current uh, 2021 election. But let me just go back to 2016 with the whole Trumpster uh, and the Republican Party claiming fraud. The Detroit City Charter, the current one that we operate under, has a clause, Section 3-103, that says the clerk can demand and subpoena people to prepare up here and present any evidence of fraud against the electoral process. So that's not happening. The clerk should be demanding that the Republican Party, Trump, uh, Sidney Powell, whomever, put up or shut up. Are you subject to go before the court and be sued for slander? Because we're not the poster child in the uh, election 
across this nation. We should not, Detroit should not be the poster child because there's no fraud. I do believe there's corruption in the process because we allow the out-of-balance situation, the uh, the uh, matching, unmatching of the uh, absentee ballots with the election uh, counting board. Those kinds of things should be corrected. That's a corruption in the process, but there's no voter fraud. We don't have dead people voting. We don't have people voting twice. None of that is happening. But she should absolutely make them and refute that there is no fraud in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Defend Detroit. Defend our integrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got just a minute left, but I want to have you talk just about the growth in absentee voting. We have no reason absentee voting now here in the state of Michigan. That means a lot more people are are doing it. The clerk's office is it seems overwhelmed, I think, by the numbers of absentee votes and, and trying to keep them straight and make sure they count, what, what would you do differently? Well, I certainly wouldn't have to be sued by the ACLU to do my job. Hmm. Uh, according to the election manual, you have to turn around the application request in 24 hours. That's just a must. So if you need more uh, resources, more human persons to do that on your everyday job, then we need to make sure that happens. There's COVID money that came into Detroit millions of dollars, like $7 million. Where did that money go to? And now she's saying that we can't have uh, satellite uh, voting centers and extra drop boxes because we have no money. That doesn't relate. I mean, that doesn't make any sense because we just got money from the feds to do just that, to help accommodate persons who want to vote absentee. Hmm. Okay, uh, Beverly Kendall Walker, it was really great to have you here and on Detroit And thank you so today. much, and I also want to put a plug in for City Airport, Detroit uh, International Airport, named after Coleman A. Young, and I appreciate you for all of your support of our efforts out there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you, sir. Thank you for being here. Okay, that's going to do it for us today. Remember, tomorrow is primary day, not just here in the city of Detroit, but in a number of communities around southeast Michigan. The most important thing you can do tomorrow is show up and vote. Detroiters in particular, remember the things that people said about this city and the people in it last November during the 2020 election. The best way to counter that, the best way to shut people up is to show up, cast your vote, and be counted. That's going to do it for us today. I'll be back tomorrow, and I hope you will too. This is 1019 WDET-FM, Detroit's NPR station. Your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow.